What's up, y'all? What's up? It's your girl, Majeed Malika. And your player partner, MJ. And this is episode number 14 of Everything Is Bullshit. So, hi, guys. Hello. It's just such a pleasure to be with you all again. I'm so excited. Why are you excited, girl? Well, because this is episode number 14. I know, that's right. You know, I just feel like it's like a testament of, you know... You just start something and you just see what happens. Exactly. You know, and I just I just really want to thank the listeners that we do have because we really have some like legit, you know, hardcore always listening people. Yeah, thank y'all. We really do thank you guys and it's because of you that we are able to, you know, continue to do this and right. you know have the motivation to do so though we are intrinsically motivated you know <laughs> but you know for external purposes you guys definitely make it worthwhile so thank definitely. you thank you so you know mj how are you doing you know I, i'm chilling really I, i'm doing pretty good really mm-hmm, i'm doing pretty good well you know i'm doing all right you know to be in trump america it's okay <laughs> oh god trump america it's okay but you know i can't complain <clears throat> but um this weekend you know I, you know, want some movies, you, you, know, know. you know, and I know you did too. You already know. And, you know, we both want to go see, you know, the hate you give. So let's just go ahead and get into the weekend recap, guys. Yeah. And we're going to talk about the hate that you give. Yeah, the hate that you so, give. So, yes. So, apparently, the hate that you give stands for... Thug life. I, and the thing is, but it's like a portion of, like, I guess Tupac's... No, it's what Tupac's album was named, right? Well, or am I confused? That was the movement that he was that he actually started. Thug Life. That's why he had Thug Life tatted on his his uh, stomach. Remember? And I saw that, but I thought it was for like an album. Like I need to go back to my Tupac history. Yeah, you need to do your history. I really do. This was an actual movement, you know, that he started. Like that is so crazy. So okay, so Thug Life stands for what? It stands for the hate you give little infants fucks everybody. And the thing is, is that when I heard that on, of course, the hate you give, I was first off blown away because I was like, huh? It actually stands for something? Right, right. And then I was like, wait, hello, 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 hello. This makes incredible sense. Like literally. It starts from being a child and by teaching a child hatred, Mm -hmm. by teaching a child negativity, teaching a child basically the the, the bleakness and the sadness of life allows you to create adults who are all fucked up. Oh yeah, no doubt. You know? No doubt. And so, okay, I'm sorry, I I, I skipped ahead, but I just, it really, really shocked me and I was just like, what? But... So if you haven't seen the commercials, I mean, this is like supposedly one of the best movies that has come out in a long time. It, of course, you know, talks about race. It talks about, you know, injustices that we as black people go through every single day. And then it has a little bit of spouts where it talks about, um, I guess, the struggles. And I use that very loosely that um, Caucasians go through. Um, So... Basically, it's your, you know, your typical sad black American story, you know, unarmed teen, you know, shot by a white cop, cops not arrested or charged for anything, black people start rioting, and then, you know, white people just still don't get it, and the saga continues. Right, right. You know? So, it was, it was overall, like, I mean, I just felt like I was watching the news, honestly. I just felt like I was scrolling through IG, honestly, watching the movie, but it was still very good. 
Yeah, what do you think about it? It was excellent. I mean, it was when I first saw the previews for this movie, um, I knew that I had to go see it. And um, when I saw the movie, it didn't disappoint at all. Right. I, I recommend it to everyone, actually. Right. Yeah. So awesome movie. Powerful story. I mean, it's what happens in modern day. You know, this is, well, what's been happening for a while yeah, now. Yeah, period. You know, so, um, but it's an, it's an excellent movie. So what lessons did we learn, if anything? What lessons did we learn? Um, I mean, I think the lessons that, that you learn um, is that um, you should always stay true to yourself. Always right. do what the little voice inside of your head is saying to do the, you know, the right thing to do, Right. you know, even if it's, even if it is hard, even if it's a hard thing to do, um, you should always do the right thing and always stand up for injustices of the world. I agree. You know, I agree. I mean, what I learned personally, I mean, same thing. Um, also I, I feel like I learned that I don't think they're ever going to get it. I don't think they ever want to get it. Um, all of the reviews that have been coming in about this movie have been mostly from, you know, you know, like, like the professional, um, I guess, what are they called? Movie critics, right? Movie critics. So they've come from the professional movie critics who are mostly white and they're like, oh, it's so revolutionary and it's a, you know, it shows this viewpoint and that viewpoint. It's, it's the perfect timing for this. And it's like, this isn't the first time that we've had a movie like this. Like, right. it's not, you know? And I'm just like, why is it so... I guess it's new to you and your world. I guess it's just on time, right on time for you and your world. But we've been known this. We've been wanting things to change. And we're still living in the same situation. Right. I mean, this so, is our reality. Like, literally, like, it's every day. It's not just for entertainment purposes and value for you to get, like, a good story. Like, this is real lives that are being affected and real trauma, real injury, real infants who are being, I mean, fucked up in their heads to allow them to be fucked up adults, you right, know? Right, So that's what I learned. And I just hope that truly one day... Everybody who does not experience this actually gets it, you know, like and actually changes something about it and does something so that we can live in a world where no man nor any woman nor child is judged based on the color of their skin and that they're not judged based on the class that they're in, you know, like it's just, it's just really, really tragic, but Anyways, you know, it's been a minute since we, you know, gave an overall rating to a movie because, you know, nothing really has been good, <laughs> you know, so we ain't really been to the movies like that. Right. But um, overall rating, you know, we do plot and storyline, one out of five, runtime of the movie, one to five, acting, one to five, and, you know, all the feels, one to five. Yes. For me, um, it's a five in every category. It gets a 20 out of 20 for me um, for, I mean, story and plot line, again. It was a very good story. It's a story that I already, you know, hear of and see of every day on the news and on IG, on Twitter, what have you. The movie wasn't too long because your girl don't like to sit through two, two, two long movies. Um, the acting was superb. Um, beautiful cast. And definitely, it, it, it definitely made me feel a lot of things. Things that I already feel, but it just reiterated, I guess. Right, solidified. Them. Solidified it, yes, yeah. Definitely, definitely. Well, I definitely give it a 20 out of uh, 20. Um, It is a very important movie to go see, and I just recommend it. I mean, 
it, it, it will have you, I mean, you already know the storyline, what, yeah. what happens, but, um, to see it on the big screen with all these actors, Common's in it. Um, he plays a cop to, to actually, to be honest with you, that was kind of crazy to see Common as a cop. Um, but, um, and then the main character, Amanda, Amanda, is that her mm-hmm. name? Yeah, she's superb in it. So I recommend it. Two thumbs up. 20 out of 20. Go see it. Go see it. I agree. So guys, um, I guess to continue the trend on, you know, injustices in the world. <laughs> um, yeah. We're just going to go ahead and get into, you know, the Me Too movement. Yes. Last week we said we're going to talk about that. So definitely stay tuned, guys, as we continue um, on just, you know, uh, shifting or shifting, sifting through all the bullshit. Yes. All right, y'all. We'll talk to y'all soon. All right, guys. So the Me Too movement. Um, we, we all know about it, right? You know, um, it started with actually who did it start with? I know it started with white women, of course, and I know it was in Hollywood, but who was like the first person or was it with the Cosby case? Now that I think about it. I don't think so. I mean, I I don't don't know where it started at actually. I really, I, I know for a fact it started in, in Hollywood. It had to have. Maybe with. Harvey Weinstein? That's who I'm thinking it was with, with Harvey Weinstein, because he was, you know, or is, whatever, um, you know, mega Hollywood producer, mm-hmm. you know, he had, I mean, he, he makes movies, he does this, so he needs actors, you know, rightfully so, and apparently, um, he would abuse his power to degrees that are unimaginable, mm-hmm. um, allowing for women to feel terribly uncomfortable, right. and terribly disrespected, however, they would keep their mouths shut. Because of his power Mm -hmm. and because of the fact that basically he is able to decide their careers. Right, exactly. And I feel like he was really on the shit of, um, you'll never work in this town again unless you suck my dick. (laughs) And honestly, that's how I thought Hollywood is. Like, he probably did that. that's how it was, you know? Like, it probably still is that way. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was a a big Hollywood powerhouse and Mm -hmm. and you had to be in his, you, you, you had to be accepted by him um, get in his movies and be successful, you know? Right. So, yeah, I mean, I think that that's how Hollywood probably most of it is. Right. But, um, yeah, I think it started with him. I think so too. So we, we all know this movement now. Um, there's so many hashtags about it, you know, literally, um, I feel like you can't, turn on like or at least I mean maybe not the news per se but definitely it's all over IG and stuff like that and Twitter um and truly it is a movement it's about you know women and apparently some men who were actually um sexually assaulted um by people in Hollywood um they're standing up for themselves Mm -hmm. and saying hey you know me too I actually was you know sexually assaulted I was raped I was whatever you know right so I feel that this Me Too movement, overall, it's for white America. And the reason why I say that is because I feel that in the black community, this is something that we don't talk about at all. And so specifically in respect to the Me Too movement, 
I feel like we should kind of talk about the Me Too movement and black women, or I guess the black community as a whole. Okay. You know, and I'm not discounting, you know, like what white women have been through and them, you know, standing up for themselves because women as a whole, you know, we need to stand up for ourselves, you know, so I totally get it. Um, but I think I want to start there. So what are your views on, um, the Me Too movement and black women? Um, well, I think that it's definitely something that is not, uh, that is not spoken, uh, in the black community and, uh, probably even less, less likely to be spoken of in, uh, in Holly, in Hollywood's black community. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that black women, um, are probably just as I think that I think sexual assault is as prevalent in the black community just like it is in other in any other community as well. Right. So I think it's very important that um, you know black women especially you know stand up for the um, for what is happening in the community as a whole. Um, but I think that it is definitely something that is not spoken upon. And actually it's probably more taboo to speak upon it, um, in the black community, um, because, you know, it's always those family secrets, boy, I tell you that, um, that you, you never speak about. Um, and sometimes if you tell your parents about it, they may or may not even believe you. So, and, and nothing ever happens to that person it's just something that's never spoken upon. Absolutely. So, I mean, it's just, it, it's, it's horrific really, because I, I mean, I know, and I, I know that, um, it's something that, you know, can really damage uh, a person in men- their mental. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think it's, I, I think that it's, it's really bad in, in the black community. Um, the secrets have to stop. Really. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, if we can, we can even like take it back, you know, a little bit further, but we about to take, you know, way, way back um, after, you know, we take a little listen to what our brother, you know, or our late brother, you know, rest in power, Malcolm X, of course. Um, he actually, I mean, if, if you don't know his, you know, speech when he talks about who the most disrespected person in America is, it's definitely the black woman. You know, just go ahead and take a quick listen here. Black woman. The most unprotected woman, a person in America is the black woman. The most neglected person in America is the black woman. And as Muslims, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad teaches us to respect our women and to protect our women. And then the only time a Muslim really gets real violent is when someone goes to molest his woman. So, I mean, just just listening to this, it just is a reminder of how things literally have not changed. Right. You know, I feel like in this Me Too movement, I know for a fact that there's probably millions of other black women in Hollywood and just in the world who have been sexually assaulted, who are being sexually assaulted right now. And because of the fact that they are in the black community, they're not say anything. And for me personally, I want to take it back even further. Um, If you really had to think about it, 
the the fact that we don't speak upon this it has roots in slavery oh yeah no doubt you know? no doubt like in the beginning like what was a black woman other than the vessel to produce more black slaves mm-hmm. you know what exactly. was a black woman other than the, the the warmth for a white man in his bed when he didn't want to smash his wife or his wife couldn't sleep with him for whatever reason or she was pregnant you know so it's like well I have my good slave Betty Sue, what, whatever the mm-hmm. hell that you changed her name to. Right. And so I'm going to lay next to her and you slave girl better not say anything. And if right. you say something, I'm going to kill you or I'm going to beat you or I'm going to rape you again or I'm going to sell your child or I'm going to cut your husband's penis off. I don't know. Like the possibilities are endless. Right. So don't say anything because if you do, there's going to be dire consequences. And I feel that that same mentality was ingrained in the black woman for so many years. And it's never left the black woman that they're unable to speak up, even though they have the ability to speak up right now, you know? Right. Exactly. I mean, it, it's, I think that I, I don't re- even recall a lot of black women in Hollywood, even standing up uh, for, for, uh, for, you know, the Me Too movement. Right. Um, I, I just remember a lot of uh, Caucasian women standing up for it. So it really is, it, it really is touted in, in secrecy, mm-hmm. you know, um, because I'm sure that there are a lot of black women that have been sexually assaulted in, yeah. in Hollywood. And and I feel like a part of it also is like, you know, it's, it's a lot of fear, like not even like secrets. Oh, like, yeah. I'm not trying to keep a fucking secret. It's the fact that I'm a black woman in America. And then moreover, I'm a black woman in Hollywood. Moreover, there's not a lot of black women in Hollywood. Right. So I want to keep my spot oh, yeah. in Hollywood as a black woman. Yes. You know, so I feel like it's like deeply rooted in fear. I mean, we absolutely never say anything. And, because of that, it, it hurts us. Like, I mean, plain and simple, white women have never truly had to worry about the consequences of their actions. But black women and black people as a whole, we always have. You know, like as a people, we have always had to make our lists. We've always had to check that list twice, maybe even three times, like fucking Santa Claus. Oh I mean, gosh, we, yes. we had to watch, you know, our fronts and our backs from what we say and what mm-hmm. we do. Like literally any wrong move, and we could be killed. Exactly. Like, literally, we can be murdered in cold blood. Nobody would care about it. But white people overall, they haven't had that consequence. Mm-hmm. So that's why they're able to speak up. Oh, and that's yeah. why they're shameless when it comes to it. You know, they're unapologetic when it comes to it, you know? Mm-hmm. But for us, we can't go there. And I just, I just, I, I, I just hate it. Because I know for a fact that that it, it, it's, again, another form of oppression. Oh, yeah. You know, like, truly, oh, again, Malcolm, he said it best. Like, you know, the most disrespected, disregarded, the most discounted woman, or person, I'm sorry, on earth. Mm. I mean, he's a black woman. The black like, woman. I'm not even saying he's in America. On earth, like, yeah. literally. Like, it's like, you just aren't allowed to be, like, I, I guess, vulnerable. or like, real honest, you know? Mm-hmm. It's right. really, really difficult because you have, just like how you say you have your family telling you, like, no, 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 like, don't say nothing. Like, we're going to hide the secrets or whatever. Right. Then you have, you know, society, like, you know, well, was you wearing, like, a short skirt? That's why you got raped? Or were you out at night? Like, yeah, what did why? you do? Yeah, what, what did you do? Like, I've never in my life, like, I mean, experienced situations to where you overly victimize and villainize the victim. It's like, really? 
like, come on, don't make me the villain because this is something that happened to me. Like, right. if anything, I should get the, like, I mean, the, the most sympathy ever. Right. But unfortunately, it doesn't happen like that. Nope. And speaking of sympathy, I mean... I mean, we can't talk about this and not talk about Bill Cosby. Oh, my god! So, I mean, we know that he's been, you know, convicted. He's in prison. He's actually requesting for, you know, getting out very soon. He's requesting that they do a retrial, you know, all this stuff. And my problem here is why does this man not get any type of sympathy or forgiveness at all? But we have the Harvey Weinsteins. We have the Trump. We have the Bill Kavanaugh. You know, we have all these people. And they're just out living their best life like Lil Duval says. <laughs> Why? I mean, it's not, it, you know, the justice system is not for everyone. It wasn't made for uh, people of color. It you was... mean to tell me when they say that the law is blind, they're not talking about us? <laughs> they're Wowzers. definitely not talking about us. Oh, you know? okay. I, I, I personally, with Bill Cosby, you know, I, I find it um, kind of, um, I, I believe in the conspiracy theory, you know, that, you know, the whole in, in NBC conspiracy that, you know, he was wanting to buy it by the network and he had the ability the to, to yeah. you know, and um, you, what, what, what the thing is about it is, is when you own a network, you own the news, you know, so basically you can put whatever out, what, whatever out there that, that you, you want. want, you know. Um, and people will receive it and they will regurgitate it. And that will be basically the Bible, so to speak. So do you think that other people are going to get their day in court? Like the Harvey Weinstein, like, I mean, the Bill, I mean, oh no, what's his name? Not Bill Kavanaugh. What, what the fuck is his Brett name? Kavanaugh. Brett Kavanaugh. Like, you know, like, are they going to get their day in court or is this just going to be like, yeah, you know, whatever. I don't think anything's going to happen to them at all. I mean, I think that, um, they have been deemed as, you know, people that have done sexual assaults, but um, nothing big is going to happen. I think maybe Brett Kavanaugh, if the Democrats take back the the House and the Senate, um, he may become he may be impeached. But that's even a, a big may. You know, it's no, nothing is ever solid when it comes to uh, Washington. So, um, but as far as like Harvey Weinstein, I think that he may have a few cases against him. Um, but he's still living his best life. But he, free. but he will still live his best life. Yeah, he's not going to like go to jail like for real. Like Bill Cosby is in a maximum security prison. Like he's in prison. Like, like. he's seventy one. Oh no, he's like what eighty. This man is old. And I know that. On like. top of that, it's just like I think he's going blind, oh and gosh. he is in maximum. Not to say. If he did it, he did it. Exactly. But the thing about it is, if you if you do if you do something to one, then you have to do it to, to the me, others. Come on, man! Like that's it, what you have to do. Like, it, it just it just boggles my mind that people just they they single Bill Cosby out, but then you know nobody ever speaks about you know Trump or or Harvey Weinstein or any others of the sexual predators. Um, that have already, you know, lost their jobs, so to speak. Right. To me, they don't really lose their jobs. They, they just, don't. It's just basically like a it's public a, thing. It's, you it's know? Like, like a shuffle. Like, okay, oh, yeah, like, yeah. we're not going to hire you, you but here. here. But we're going to we'll pay you still. Exactly. You know? So, yeah, it's just like, you know, it's it, it, it's once one justice system for one set of people and another for another. So right. I think that nothing will come to, especially Brett Kavanaugh. Yeah. I mean, he's already Trump's right hand man, so to speak. And, um, you know, Washington DC is fickle as fuck. So, Oh gosh, fickle as fuck. <laughs> T 
Damn. You hear that, Washington? Hashtag wow. that fickle as fuck, guys. Wow. Man. And this whole time, I thought they was booked and busy. That's why they wasn't listening to us. But they just fickle as fuck. Booked and busy. I thought that's I know why that's they right. wasn't worried about us, because they just too booked and busy with other things in Washington. You know, all but the money did, that they're making. But little did I know, they was just fickle as fuck. Fickle as fuck. Interesting. Exactly. Well, you know, at the end of the day, we, we know that the breakdown of the black person has been true since the first European stepped in Africa. Oh my goodness, yes. So the fact of the matter is, is that this Me Too movement is something that's real. And I'm so happy that women are stepping up and standing up for themselves. Because we've been in the dark for years, especially black women. And I would hope that more black women would just just shake the ways of of the culture that we've built because some parts of black culture of African culture I absolutely hate because like it's things like this like you know something Mm -hmm. that's detrimental to your life to your well-being to your mental should be shaken off immediately oh yeah you know but I mean there's so many other things of our culture that's just so rich and deep and beautiful which I I love and I want us to keep but this is something that we can't hold on to right like we as as a race, we as a sex have been hurt time and time again. And mm-hmm. the time is now to stop, you know? Like, we, we can't keep on hurting ourselves when we can do something about it. Right. So if you or anybody that you know has suffered any type of sexual abuse or has been raped or has been harmed physically in any type of way, definitely I would highly, highly suggest and highly recommend that you go and you talk to somebody, you go see someone in your local area. Definitely, yes. there's a lot of services that do things anonymously. Mm-hmm. If you don't even want to, you know, identify yourself, and when you do have the courage to identify yourself, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, there are other things that are, you know, available to you that you could utilize so that you can ensure that you get the help that you need as well. Yes, definitely. So, uh, this Me Too movement, guys, just you know, stand up for yourself. You know, don't don't. Like, I guess, wallow in the background. What do you have to say, MJ? Any, like, closing final thoughts? I mean, I think it's very important that, um, especially in the black community, that we understand that sometimes prayer does not is not the only thing that you need to survive a situation. Um, mm. Sometimes you do need to seek help. Mm. Um, I am a big person that is big on therapy. Um, I think that everyone that has some type of problem or issue or just need someone to talk to, uh, basically can benefit from therapy. You know, I think that it's very, um, it's, it's, we do ourselves a disservice in the black community when we talk down about people who go see therapists and, and counselors and stuff like that. But I believe in my heart that it is necessary, um, because it will give you a, another perspective, um, on how to deal with things. And me, myself, I have, you know, I have went to therapy, um, and benefited from, you know, benefited from those sessions. Um, so I think that it is important that we take care of not only of our body, but also take care of our mental as well. So, you know, seek help, you know, it's out there. Absolutely. And of course, as we know, um, even though the black woman is the most abused and the most disregarded, it's funny because the black woman is also the person who's the most um, praised and worshipped and everybody wants to be like us. So just remember that everybody wants to be like you, honey. Okay? (laughs) So please remember that. All right? 
And on that note, we're going to leave you with this. Alright y'all, so now we are going to talk about, of course, every week what we can't sit on the internet. So, um, MJ, what can't you sit on the internet this week? Oh my god. Kanye and Trump. Look, anything Kanye and Trump, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I don't want to see it. I don't want to talk about it. Like, I'm so over both of them. Like, li- literally, I'm going to have a um, pulmonary embolism. Damn. I know. It's that deep. It's that deep? It's that deep. Uh, pulmonary embolism is what's going to happen next. If I have to see something else about this, oh, this man that's ascended from the depths of hell, um, <laughs> and his trusty sidekick, Kanye. You know, Kanye, you know, actually. Oh, Kanye. <laughs> Even better. Like, I don't know if you guys haven't seen the internet, um, haven't been on Instagram, Twitter, whatever, MySpace. <laughs> wow. Um, can we come back to 2018? Just kidding. Um, but, you know, Trump and Kanye had this big old luncheon followed by our, I guess, before that, they had a little press conference, you know, and uh, Kanye had on his uh, MAGA hat. And um, he was just singing the praises of Trump and basically gave him a big old hug and all this other bullshit. Come here, brother. You know, and it's just like, when will the shucking and jiving stop? And when will you get back to making real music that everybody listens to? You know, because the I, I can't even tell you, I, I actually boycotted Kanye. So his last two albums, I didn't even listen to. Um, but... Uh, yeah, I just don't understand what he is trying to do. He's he was there to talk about prison reform. When did he know anything about prison reform? Look, my thing is is that I saw um a quote and let me see if I can find this because I was like a little bit shook because I was all like, this makes absolute sense. Like I totally agree with it. Let let let's take a little look see here. Cause I was all like, what in the total hell? Because my thing is, so many people have stuff to say about, um, um, what's his name, Colin Kaepernick and about LeBron James saying that they don't know anything about, um, you know, po- like political things, about things that affect society and all this stuff. And so Mark, um, what is his last name, dude? Like, how do you say this? I don't know. Maybe Goats? Okay, so, or GR... Grodes? Grodes? Okay, so Mark Grodes, right? Some dude on uh, Twitter, he says, Notice how the people who told Colin Kaepernick and LeBron James to stick to sports haven't told Kanye to stick to making music and shoes and holy t-shirts. I know that's right. And I'm just like, absolutely. Like, I absolutely agree. Like, what's good? Somebody needs to talk to Kanye and be like, bruh, sit down. Like, especially you. Like, sit down. down. Matter of fact, Go to sleep. I think you need a nap. <laughs> because literally something is not right, like, in, in the mental, in, in the head. You know, there's something, like, you know, um, por una cabeza, like, for your head, sir. There's something going on. And I just, I, I don't understand it. I really don't. 
he's not the he's not the spokesperson for all black people. No. And I hate that Trump is using him as a pawn and that he's and that Kanye is allowing himself to be a pawn because literally it's like Trump he's thinking in his head, well, look at my black person, my shiny black exactly. person. I'm not a racist. Me. I can't be racist. I have a black person right here in the United States presidency office. I have him here. I love black people. No, you don't. <laughs> like, you don't. And you don't you understand don't. what we go through. Not at all. Nor and do Kanye doesn't know. He Kanye lives in Calabasas. Know. Come on well, now. Well, my thing is, he used to know, but... He used to know, but he doesn't know anymore. It must be that Calabasas water Man. or something. You know, or like, maybe it's the Kardashian, you know, spirit. I mean, maybe, but I, I guess, like, uh, the reason why I can't fully believe it, but I think it's because they weren't at the height of their... Um, I guess juice, because they got a lot of juice. They got a lot of sauce now. Because I'm like, Ray J wasn't affected by that. He wasn't. He, he wasn't affected. He, he came in, and he and came, he came on her, and he came out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, he was in, on, out, you uh, know? But uh, everybody else is, like, in there and, like, stuck. I'm like, what kind, well, like, well, what type of grasp is, is happening, you know? Right. So I don't understand what juice these females have. I don't understand what water is being pumped into Calabasas. But wow, 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 wow! Because I, I I wouldn't expect this from Chirac, Kanye, Tita, you know. Yeah. I mean, through the wire. I mean, Kanye, George Bush doesn't like, like doesn't black like people. To, yeah, like come on now. Like I wasn't expecting it from this kid. I really wasn't. So yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. And of course, anything. I mean, Trump, him still breathing is affecting my day. <laughs> So, you know, I just feel oh, like people just don't gosh. do their jobs like how they used to anymore. You know, like, you, you know? know. So, whatever. But that's what we can't stand on the internet. Is there anything else that you can't stand? I mean, that that's the thing that just keeps circulating and, and just evading my spirit. I mean, you know? another thing, again, it has to do with Trump, you know, and his bullshit or whatever. But these uh, little migrant kids, or I'm sorry, not migrant kids, these, these Hispanic kids who apparently can be just adopted by Americans... Just cause what in the and, total fuck? And you won't tell like their parents that they're being adopted. Wow. Like, are you kidding me? Like, is that not like against the law? Like, oh. you take my kid away what from law? me. Well, look, for who? Like, I don't know. Like, I for don't everybody know. except I don't know. for a certain few. I don't know. Look, I just know like enough is enough. I don't know like what to do other than say everybody has got to go out and vote. Yes, like, please. My vote. gosh, Man. it is so imperative. And when you do vote. Please take a photograph of your I voted button or your I voted sticker. Do an IG story of you doing in the process something. And definitely tag us on IG at everything is BS podcast. Because literally, I want to see that y'all are doing this. I want to see that y'all out here putting in work. Because I know, I mean, MJ's going to do it. Majee Malika's, she's going to do it. So I really need you guys to be out here. I know, that's right. Because, like, enough is enough. And the thing is, you know they're going to try to block our vote anyway. So we got to, like, come on, like, keep pressing, keep pressing. Do not let up, guys. Yes. Do not let up. (sighs) Y'all. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just so frustrated. I know, that's why. But, you know what? That's what we can't say on the internet. We'll see, you know, what we can't say on the internet next week, guys. Of course, as usual. But, um, coming up next week, um, we're going to be talking about, you know, the holiday season is upon us, of course. We've already talked about, you know, you having your main squeeze doing the holidays and all that stuff. But, 
is it, you know, a thing to be single during the holidays? And if so, how do you handle that? How do you maneuver that? Like, right. you know, how, how do you just do the single thing during the holidays? And I'm exactly. talking Thanksgiving. I'm talking Christmas, Christmas. I'm talking all the manufactured holidays that that have been brought up <laughs> to allow for consumerism. Right. How do you do that? Wow. So that's going to be next week, of course. But, you know, as always, we do thank you all for listening. You guys are the best listeners ever. I don't care what nobody says. <laughs> all the best listeners out there. So thank you. Yes, thank you. Absolutely. And, of course, before, you know, we absolutely leave, we have to leave you with the quotes of the week. MJ, please take us out. It is impossible to be unarmed when my blackness is the weapon you fear. Oh, can you say it again for the people in the back, honey? (laughs) Say it one more time. It is impossible to be unarmed when my blackness is the weapon you fear. Y'all, thug life. Go out there and see it. Thug life. Go see it. Go out there and see it. The hate you give is absolutely imperative. It was a great movie. Enjoy it like how we enjoyed it, guys. Seriously. But again, thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate you, of course. And always, nothing is ever that deep because everything is bullshit. Bye, guys. Holla back.